You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball. And I know I know, it seems like I'm being a homer with the Padres here, but again, I keep thinking about what A.J. Preller traded to the Rays to get his hands on Blake Snell. It was one hell of a haul for the Tampa Bay Rays. If that's what the Rays got for Snell, I can't imagine what the Nats might get their hands on from the San Diego Padres for Juan Soto. Yeah, I mean, he gave up a lot for Clevenger. Doesn't look like he gave up a lot for Darvish. You know, every trade is its own uh, beast, shall we say. Uh, But this guy is the most valuable of anybody that I think he will or has acquired, and he loves him the most, and it's going to be a lot. They've done a great job getting prospects. They're very good scouts in San Diego. They have the wherewithal to do it, you know. You know, I don't think they would take that bad contract along with it. They don't have that kind of money. That's one advantage the Yankees or Mets or a team like that could do. They could take the Patrick Corbin. San Diego, I think, is going to have to rely on giving up their prospects. You know, you take on the $17 million of Soto, which, you know, he's underpaid, as we know, even at $17 million, But that's a fair amount of money for San Diego to take on. That's enough. They don't need to take on Corbin. They got prospects they can give up. And, they're certainly going to be in the mix. You know, you hear St. Louis, you hear San Diego at this point. Certainly the Dodgers, can't forget them. They already have an incredible lineup. We looked at it as an all-time lineup going in, and they've performed as well or better than anybody offensively. I don't know that it's all-time. If they get Soto, I think at that point we can declare that's an all-time great lineup. And look, they've added in midstream Scherzer, um, Trey Turner, Darvish, Machado, I mean, they've done a great job with their getting their prospects together as well and making those deals. So certainly the Dodgers are a big player in this as well. And, you know, I don't I don't consider you a hometown guy, but it is your hometown teams that are really heavily in the mix other than St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and St. Louis is a very unique team right now, battling for that NL Central. And the other team you mentioned, the Brewers, they're clearly going to be active. I do have a question for you. Sticking with that NL Central, uh, Wilson Contreras gave a very interesting interview yesterday, post game, kind of teared up, feeling like that's going to be the last time he's ever going to talk to anybody while member of the Cubs in in Wrigley. Um, what are you saying about his market? Because he's been linked to a couple of teams. We've even discussed it months ago about the Mets here. Um, I even mentioned the White Sox might be a team that should be looking for him at the time when Grandall was hurt. But Mike Zunino is out for the year now for the Rays, and the Rays do need some offensive help. Do you think that the Rays might go ahead and try and get their hands on Wilson Contreras? Sure. I mean, they are teams that surprised. I mean, who knows? You know, they tried for Freddie Freeman. You know, could they try for Soto? Who knows? You know, they've got prospects. They've they've got a good team. I, I personally have never understood how they do it. Good for them. They've been able to do it. 
To me, this is not one of their best years. But, you know, you add offense to that team, they're probably going to make the playoffs either way. You know, once you're in the playoffs, you never know. I mean, to me, I think there's kind of a line delineation. The top five teams, I'll include the Braves in there with the Astros, Dodgers, and two Mets teams. Those look like the five best teams. But once you're in the playoffs, you can make it. You can do it, um, certainly. So I don't count the Rays out for any of these guys. I mean, certainly Contreras could be in the mix for them. You could see San Diego, potentially San Francisco if they're a buyer. You know, the Mets have been linked. They're certainly talking with the Cubs. You know, it's interesting. I think they do like, as a defensive player, McCann, and he's going to be back fairly soon. They paid a lot of money for him. But Contreras could be that hitter mostly and do some catching. Gives a little bonus that he can catch as well. So I could see him for the Mets as well. You know, uh, you, you mentioned a few teams there. Is there a team? that we're not thinking of. And when I say that, you you mentioned the Brewers, and my first thought was, man, I have not thought about the Brewers all week about the trade deadline, and you know they're going to be active. Uh, The Cardinals, clearly going to be active. The Rays, uh, a team I just mentioned to you, this is a team that might be active. Is there a team we're not thinking of that might be on the bubble, really close, that is going to be active that we're not thinking? Could Seattle be looking to uh, add on while they're currently holding on to one of these wildcard spots? Is there another mystery team? You mentioned Texas. They're not a team that's super far out of it. Could they be looking to add on? <laughs> well, the mystery team term, I think, is we, we keep that for the free agency. Here, it's, it shouldn't be a mystery which teams are going to be looking to buy. Anybody in the race can be a buyer. Seattle certainly Jerry DePoto, their GM, has made a ton of trades. Certainly can see him being active. You know, I think they've been linked to Soto as well. You know, they have the prospects that could do it. Not sure that they're at the forefront, but you never know. I mean, all those teams on the bubble could be interesting buyers. The Giants, it's hard to tell whether they're a buyer or a seller. We wouldn't have thought going in they could be a seller. So maybe they'll be a buyer. The Red Sox. I don't think they're going to be a big buyer, but they could be because certainly they're still in the race. Um, could definitely see that. The White Sox could see them as a buyer. They're certainly in the race. Not that they played well, but in that division, could end up winning the division. Never know. The Twins that aren't a team that we're talking about very much could see them as a buyer. They surprised in the past. They surprised getting Correa. They definitely need pitching. And, you know, we talked about St. Louis and Milwaukee. St. Louis needs pitching more than hitting. So they gotta, they got to go out and get some starting pitching. I don't think there's any question whether they get Soto or not. they got to get a starting pitcher. Milwaukee is going to add a hitter some way, somehow. You know they're going to do it. You know, you mentioned pitching. And at the trade deadline, that's usually what everybody's after. Arms, arms, arms. There are not a lot of arms that I'm seeing on this yeah. market right now. Yeah. Obvious name is Castillo, possibly Montas over at uh, with Oakland. But really, are there any arms out there that are going to be impactful arms? Are there bullpen arms that are going to be available that are going to be massively impactful? This seems like almost opposite year with this trade deadline that there's so many bats available, but not enough arms. Yeah, I mean, it's a real seller's market when it comes to starting pitchers. So Castillo's going to be a huge overpay. Cincinnati's got to figure out what to do there. We've seen the Dodgers, Yankees, Astros connected. There are going to be a lot of teams connected to Castillo. I mean, I could see the Twins. It's tough to see the Cardinals, the Reds and the Cardinals making a deal. Eh, 
probably unlikely. They don't really like each other in the same division as well. Montas probably will get traded. He looked good in his turn back. He's going to have to throw another probably good start to really get what they want for him. But it's a seller's market. Generally, you're going to get a lot if you're selling a pitcher. If Boston becomes a seller of Aldi, although he hasn't been great lately, we know he's got playoff pedigree. He should bring back a lot. We'll see about Zach Plesek, somebody like that with the Guardians. You never know with them. We'll see. Um, you know, his name's been floated out there a bit, so I don't know, but not a ton of starters. You're absolutely right, Cody. Uh, well, on top of that, you, there are also teams that we've mentioned. We mentioned about every team that might be buyers or sellers so far today. And we did mention this team at the top of the show. And they have been, in my opinion, the most frustrating team in Major League Baseball. They're a team that's only a few games out of it. And when I say out of it, I mean, they're only a few games. They're four games out of first place. They're three and a half out of a wild card spot. And they look like they should be buyers, especially with their incredibly favorable schedule coming forward in the second half. And of course, I'm talking about the Chicago White Sox. On paper, this team should be up 10 games on their division. But actuality, they've been quite frankly, bad. They've been a tale of two cities. They've been either a team that beats up on a team or they get beat up on and there seems to be no in-between. What does this team need to be after at this trade deadline, if anything? Yeah, I mean, I think they need a left-handed bat. Certainly could use a starting pitcher. They're going to be looking at pitching. I do think they're a buyer. they got that favorable schedule that you talked about. They're in a very, very weak division overall. I mean, you and I talked early before the season, and we thought this was one of the, if not the most prohibitive favorite to win a division of any team. So, I mean, it's certainly been a very disappointing first half, just like it has with San Francisco and Boston. This one seems even more disappointing considering the division they're in. But, you know, it's going to, I'm not even sure what they would sell if they do sell. But, you know, I do think they're a buyer. You know, most of their good. Young players are at the major league level already, so not sure they have a lot of buying power, but you know, I'm with you. They're going to buy, and I would say left-handed bat and pitching generally is what they need. And I can't stress this enough. When I say favorable schedule going forward, just listen to these games that they have left. They still have eight more games against the Guardians, 11 more games against the Royals, 10 more games against the Tigers, nine more games against the Minnesota Twins, seven against Oakland, four against Colorado. I mean, this is a lot of games they should be able to win and hopefully get one of those wild card spots because I feel like if the White Sox don't win this year, they ain't winning for the next five to ten. You know, I kind of think they need to win that division if they're going to get in. And just in Same. That, yeah, I mean, it just looks like there'll probably be three teams from the East and you would think Seattle does it. If Seattle doesn't do it this year, I mean, wow. That would be so, – I mean, it's been two decades since yeah. they've been in the playoffs. We all predicted they'd be in the playoffs. They were disappointing. Then they were really good. They came out of the break and a 14-game winning streak. Then they went on a losing streak. I mean, Seattle better get in. And, you know, if they're in and the three East teams are in, I, I think the White Sox better be aiming at the Guardians and the Twins – and, you know, they get, they're a little behind. You know, they do have that favorable schedule. Not that the Guardians and Twins have very tough schedules coming up, but I think they got to play better than this. To me, those three 500 teams, the White Sox, Giants, and Red Sox, are probably the most disappointing teams. Although, you could put the Tigers in that mix, right? Some, some people had them. 
people who take flyers and believe in the fairy uh, tooth, you know, and all that stuff, uh, you know, they, they, they thought the tiger, I'm not in that mix. I went chalk because I don't like to be wrong. Uh, tigers, they're a seller. You know, they have not mm-hmm. performed like we, we would have thought. I would have thought they would have been decent. I didn't see them as a playoff team, but, uh, you know, uh, I, they got to be a seller as well. So, yeah, the White Sox schedule is going to get even easier once the Royals and the Tigers start selling off their pieces. Yep, you're not lying about that. And, yeah, the Tigers, who are a team, I think should be a seller. And lastly, who else should be a seller that isn't? I have one team on my mind and only one team, and it's because they have – we're talking about Juan Soto and how Juan Soto would be maybe the highest trade target in baseball history of this generation possibly – I think the Angels could change that within the hour if they say Shohei Otani is available. <laughs> well, they haven't said that so far. All you hear is that it's unlikely. From other teams, they're not talking about it. Just going by their history, seems like a long shot to me. Can't rule it out. We heard forever that Soto's not available. Now he's available. Um, you know, so I'm not ruling it out. I'm glad that you brought it up. I do think the Angels will sell. More likely Syndergaard, which isn't going to get a ton at this point. He's not been great this year. You know, could be first year back off the injury. Could be better next year. So they might get something for Syndergaard. But especially in this market, Angels are a seller. I could see, you know, I could see Boston as a seller. I could see Miami. I could see Texas. Although at this moment, they're not committed sellers. I don't think San Francisco is going to sell I can see Boston selling. I could see Miami selling. Texas kind of in the middle right now. I could see them selling. And if they do, Martin Perez would be quite attractive on the market. Certainly would help that pitching market. And uh, But nothing would help the pitching and hitting market like Shohei Otani on the market. But, yeah, you know, I think it's a long shot. But, of course, we thought that about Soto, uh, you know, a week ago. Now he's out there. Yeah, well, I I personally, as a baseball fan, hope it happens. It would be an incredible experience to see a player that is the unicorn that is Shohei Otani beyond the trade market. Um, well, John, I, I, this has been a blast. I cannot wait to ch- cut it up with you again next week because, hey, we are coming down to the wire here with the trade deadline next week, and it's going to be an exciting one. This new playoff team in both leagues that's being added, it is just a complete, uh, it just seems like, so many buyers, not enough sellers. So it seems like you mentioned Castillo is a guy someone's going to overpay for this guy. Juan Soto, could you? can someone actually overpay for him? I don't know. That seems like a very relative <laughs> term with you got a generational talent like him. But this is going to be a very interesting 10 days. Absolutely. Uh, going to be fascinating. And it's going to go right down the wire like always. But uh, right now I'd say Soto, it's probably more likely than not he gets traded. No guarantee. And Otani could be proven wrong, but I think it's a long shot. They seem to love to collect stars there rather than try to build a winner. I don't know. I think that's probably not the GM's doing, probably out of his hands. And I understand it to a degree. I mean, he is the greatest draw in the game, the greatest phenom in the game, and the greatest, frankly, the greatest talent in the game. So tough call to decide. It's easy for me to say they should trade him. Tough call to actually do it. 
Mm-hmm. You're not lying about that. Well, guys, make sure you follow John Heyman on Twitter at John Heyman. You check out all his writing at New York Post and, of course, all the stuff he does at MLB Network. John, you are an absolute baseball legend, and it is always my <laughs> honor to sit here and talk to you, cut up baseball with you on Big Time Baseball and Odyssey Sports. Same for you, Cody. You're the best. Awesome, guys. Well, you follow me on Twitter at Decker6, and make sure you like, share, and subscribe to Big Time Baseball wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We'll be back next week. Enjoy yourself some baseball. Have fun on the trade deadline. Beat it.